<laughs> Hello. Hello. And welcome to another episode of Tacos and Tequila. I'm Peyton. I'm Sydney. And we have an interesting case for you today. I will say the name is very misleading. <laughs> Why? I literally, when I just want you to know, I went to go look up the name and I was like, oh, this is definitely like a breakfast place that's haunted. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because like we have a like diner near us called like Ham House or like Ham Heaven or something like that. But I was like, it's a breakfast place. Like, this is going to be sweet. <laughs> I love this. I'm so dumb. <laughs> that I really love this. I mean, I was initially disappointed with that. But overall, was not disappointed. Okay. I'm, I'm happy with that. <laughs> I think um, there's some little tidbits that I'm going to throw on at the end that I think definitely will not disappoint you. So I'm excited. Oh, to- I love this. <laughs> I'm excited to share that. I was like, mm, maybe I should tell her. And I was like, no, I'm not going to tell her. I'm going to keep that to myself. Thank you. I'm also <laughs> really hoping this is a, including the tidbits or including how you heard about this. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I figured. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I was very curious. But because it's just like the most random thing possible if there isn't a connection. I literally figured. <laughs> Okay, okay. I'm happy. I'm happy that we, um, our minds are thinking we're on the same wavelength right now. Also, do we, before we dive in this case, do we have any updates on cases? I didn't see anything on the Lake Mead thing come out. No, I haven't seen anything on the Lake Mead thing. I'm thinking that there's some figures that paid some people off to keep that, continue that under wraps. Um... (laughs) And Vicky White is dead, and I'm distraught about this still. So, oh, really the, I know <laughs> the only addition. Every single day, there's like new information that gets released, like about that case. If you've been following it, and I keep sending stuff to pay, and like this has been going on for years. What is going on? Like she like fucking was going and eating like breakfast and shit with her his mom, and like. Who's sending gifts to the kids and all kinds of things. It's just wild. Yeah, I'm, like, super stressed that they were, like, literally writing letters to each other and you... Yeah, she was, like, using an alias. It's just... you. There's just so many so many red flags that are just... Uh, yeah, I'm just, me. like, very stressed about it all, to be really honest. Literally same. <laughs> and there's probably... But I don't think we're ever going to get a full, complete story, which is something Sid and I have talked about multiple times, because I know you're really disappointed <laughs> that she is dead, so we'll never get, like, both sides of the story. Uh, but it is interesting, the information that has been coming out to, like, uncover the the background of this. <laughs> it's still not enough for me, though. I need more. It'll never be enough. I know. You're always just going to be left unsatisfied by the resolution of this case. Yes, I honestly think so. Whatever the resolution may be, I don't think I'm going to be happy about it. I would have to agree. 
All right. Enough on this, because I'm just going to sit here and keep ranting, probably. So Okay. I just wanted to make sure there wasn't, like, <laughs> any updates or anything new we wanted to cover, and I don't think there really is, so. <laughs> no, there hasn't been any other news stories that are taking my uh, time away yet, so until one of those come up, I'll be stuck on these two, and I think my Google searches are... I'm just finding the same information over and over again, so I'm just going to be pissed off probably for the rest of my life about this. (laughs) Fair, fair. Nothing else to say about it. Well, I guess uh, let's dive on into this case then. Let's do it. In 1857, Matthias Ham was named the fifth wealthiest person in Dubuque County, Iowa. He had made his fortunes as a successful businessman with his hands in mining, lumber, agriculture, and shipping fleet. Matthias had been credited for shipping the first boatload of pork from Galena, Illinois by river to New Orleans, Louisiana. So Galena, so he lives in Dubuque, but Galena is like the neighboring town in Illinois. It's like right on the the border of Illinois and Iowa and on the Mississippi River there. So that was like where he was making all his money. I literally looked it up on a map and I was like, oh, it's like right at, like obviously it's on the other side of the Mississippi, but it's right at the border. Yeah, it's like Illinois, Iowa, and Wisconsin, like in that little corner right there. Um, And the Mississippi River is the only thing that's like dividing those three states. Literally. (laughs) Matthias was also known for building the first public school in Dubuque and making the first bricks in the city. Besides being named one of the most wealthiest in 1857, in 1857, he was also constructing a home. The home was designed by John F. I want to say Ragu, but I don't know if it's Ragu, but it looks like Ragu (laughs) sauce. It does look like that. I think it's like ragu. Isn't that the same thing? No, it's ragu. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I literally just heard the same thing. I don't I'm know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm stressing myself out. <laughs> so his home was being designed by a man named John. Uh, John had also designed the <laughs> state capitol buildings in both Springfield, Illinois and Iowa City, Iowa. The home was being built at the intersection of Shiraz and Lincoln Avenues in Dubuque, Iowa. Matthias had been married to Zerelda Marklin, and the two of them had six children together. Zerelda had passed prior to the completion of this home on Lincoln Avenue, but the Italian villa still went on. The Italian villa-style mansion had 23 rooms in total, And it wasn't long before Matthias continued to fill those rooms up. He remarried a woman named (sighs) Margaret without an extra R. It looks like Margit. Yeah, it is Margit. All these (laughs) stupid names. I said it like 17 times to myself, curious how it actually was said. And that's my best guess. (laughs) I said it yesterday too. And then I still decided it was Margaret without an R. Margaret McLean and Matthias had two additional children. So he's got eight kids in total. 
The home that they lived in had a large observation tower on its third floor. And the tower was built for Matthias to observe his fleets on the Mississippi River. And it had even actually allowed him to discover movement of pirates on the river, which Matthias reported. And upon their capture, these pirates swore revenge on the family. So river pirates, I know I had mentioned in one of the previous episodes (laughs) that I, I was like, river pirates are real. And then doing my research on this, I was like, river pirates are fucking real. Yes, dude. And like, Okay, didn't you ever, actually, I can't ask you if you've ever read this, because I don't know if they really have river pirates, or if it's just, like, anyways, I was thinking of Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, and I don't know if they're really river pirates, or they're just, like, thieves, but, like, the stories or anything you read about, like, period pieces, whether it's fact or fiction, and it's all along, like, the Mississippi River, there's always, like, pirates or like bands of thieves and like yeah it's it's like a you know they always say like the wild west but like (laughs) the wild mississippi river i guess like when i think of the term pirates i think or like in my head to see a pirate i think of like pirates of the caribbean like i'm picturing them like interesting to look like pirates of the caribbean (laughs) <laughs> you know what? That's another word that I was thinking in my head. How the fuck do I pronounce this? I, I, I know. I've actually i've I've gone into like Caribbean, dive Caribbean. discussions. I think with my sister specifically about like which way you say Caribbean, Caribbean. I don't know which one's the right one. Caramel, caramel. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Now my mind is just stressed out about words. But yeah, we're just, I, we're we're just think of like. Blackbeard and like, yeah. like, like kinds of pirates. So yeah, I, I do Depp. get what you're <laughs> I do Dude. get what you're saying here. So I like, I understand. <laughs> if you're a river pirate, like in the Midwest, you have to wear like a jacket. Like they're not wearing like cutoffs and like. I guess it depends on the time of year. And then what do they do in the off season? Are they still pirates? And... I guess that's true. Go down the south and they're pirates off. The South Mississippi? The Mississippi River, yeah. It's it's further than we think, I guess, if you think about it that way. I mean, it's a big river. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> have have well, you, you've seen the Mississippi River? I've seen the Mississippi River. That, I mean, even just looking to the other side, I'm like, this is a big river. And it literally I'm... travels the length of... <laughs> uh, I mean, America. yeah... Well, yeah, I guess that's that's the part that I'm, like, not thinking of. Like, I'm just, you know, it's one thing. It's it's definitely pretty far across. But to think how far it actually, you know, it does travel across all of the Americas. Yeah, basically. it's, it's kind of wild. I guess I didn't really think about that. It always blows my mind every time I look at a map of it, which is <laughs> way more frequent than I'd like to admit. <laughs> You're just looking up, like, the rivers of the states. <laughs> Anytime and, I look up something, like, <laughs> along the Mississippi, like, this city, so, it, you know, I had a map, and I'm like, oh, okay, like, I see it's bordering something, but I couldn't tell, so I, like, Google the city name, I go to the maps, and I zoom out, <laughs> so then I can, like, 
see the state lines. I'll see the Mississippi River. So I did the same thing with the Christian Andriacchio case. And like anything to do with the Mississippi River, I'm like, ooh, let's zoom out and see. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know. I'm so weird. <laughs> like, I guess I do that like to see like how close things are in location, but I don't think I'm looking at like the rivers in particular. That's fair. I probably I'm haven't like actually looked at the river since like a high school geography okay class. I'm, like, I'm just weird like, I understand I, I'm, just, I'm fascinated I don't know I guess so these river pirates had swore revenge on the family Margit Margaret might without an R passed away in 1874 and then Matthias had passed in 1899 one of Matthias's daughters, Sarah, had continued to live in this mansion after her father's passing. And she started to have some pretty strange experiences in the home. It wasn't too long before she began to hear footsteps and whispers in the house, making her believe that those pirates may have actually returned for their revenge. She became so freaked out by the, the noises that she heard that she actually had a signal that the neighbors were aware of. So if there was a lamp in a specific window of the home, then she was in need of help. One night in particular, she began to hear noises. So she lit her signal lamp and grabbed a gun. And when she started to hear those noises or footsteps come closer, she fired two shots through her bedroom door. The next day, there was a blood trail that ran out the front door of the home, and near the river, they found a pirate with two gunshot wounds. So I have, I have so many comments and thoughts. Okay, let's hear them. Okay, so, first of all, Sarah, <laughs> if you are so paranoid living in this house that you have to have, like, a lamp lantern in the window as a signal for neighbors that have to watch out for you you probably shouldn't be living in this giant ass house alone anymore yes yes like you have some major paranoia yes I personally I know my boundaries I know in my little 800 square foot house I am very paranoid sometimes uh (laughs) In a house by myself. My father likes to recount stories of me, you know, 19, 20 years old. And he's going to laugh when he hears this and he'll text me uh, when I babysat. And he claims I left every light in every room on, which was false. I strategically left every other light on. So you could <laughs> see no matter where you looked in the house throughout the night. But... so like I know my boundaries I personally would not be staying in this like 23 room giant ass house by myself and if you're that paranoid get out (laughs) literally get out So like it really stresses me out I read that and was like why was she still there (laughs) also like did they not have like locks on the door in like the 1800s when did a lock come out 
Yeah, I have no idea. Like, is breaking and entering that common? And that was the thing when I was reading this. I was like, it's a ghost. There's a ghost. It's got to be a ghost, right? Right. It's got to be a ghost. (laughs) And it's like, there's blood. They found a pirate. And I'm like, what the fuck? They actually found a person? I was not expecting that. Yeah, I was really surprised with that one, too. But I think she was originally paranoid for other reasons as well. True. And so that is like my... If I'm paranoid and think my house is haunted, I'm getting the fuck out. Yeah, honestly. Personally. If I'm hearing noises like at all in my house, though, I'm going to... Like, not talk to the neighbor to let them know I'm going to turn this light on if I get scared. I'm going to talk to the neighbor and be like, hey, I need you to walk through my entire house with me because I'm fucking terrified. Literally. Or, like, (laughs) I'm going to come stay at your house. Like, this is my warning light. If you see this light on, I need your help. Like, (laughs) I'm not depending on this person. I'm going to be like, hey, I'm going to just keep that light on over there and I'm going to come sleep with you. Like, sorry. Uh, yes. But to each each their own, I guess. Also, why did they wait till the morning to look for a trail of blood? Uh, did they I just really did she not call anyone? Because if you have a signal for other people, did the neighbor fall asleep? <laughs> in the did you not signal? Did no one come over to check on you after this, and you just stayed in that home afterwards by yourself until morning? So realistically, yeah, maybe maybe the neighbor fell asleep, didn't think the signal light was coming on that night. She's obviously scared, so she stays in her room, and then they're like, oh, shoot, the light's on. It's like five in the morning. We got to go check this out. Like, literally. It's a lot of unanswered questions, unfortunately, on that one. And this is like the late 1800s, so I don't have a whole lot of answers or like early 1900s. Um, on that, just the generic story for you. (laughs) Well, I appreciate your explanation. (laughs) I mean, I wish I had more for you on that. We can, uh, make our own assumptions that Sarah was just a little confused and should have probably gone about this differently, but teach their own. (laughs) Fair. So even after, uh, Sarah shot a pirate dead and was scared out of her wits living in this home she continued to live in the home until 1921 when she had passed away and prior to her passing she had actually sold the home to the city of dubuque in 1912 under the stipulation that she could stay there until she passed away so then the city of dubuque takes this home over um It was kind of a multitude of things from 1921 to 1946. It was kind of like the parks, like the parks and rec department. There was like a a guy that was living there from there and they're kind of using it just as a historical society type place. But in 1946, the home had turned into a museum. And this is when the truly bizarre began to take place at the Matthias Ham home. There have been reports of a number of cold spots through the home, particularly in the tower where Messiah had watched the river. 
Um, some other locations include the stairs and Sarah's old bedroom. There's also been a number of reports of moving objects, including windows being found open and also items being moved from one room to another when none of the museum staff are in the home. The home also has had its electrical checked a number of times, but lights continue to flicker and other lights won't turn off, even though everything has been reportedly been in working order. Footsteps and the sounds of moving chairs are also common. Uh, one night in particular in 1978, an employee of the museum had stayed overnight and heard whispering female voices. There's another story of an organ playing by itself when an employee had tried to turn off a porch light. And there's even reports of music playing f like coming from the light sockets themselves. So there's definitely a lot of uh, weird things that continue to happen at the home. So to this day, it's still a museum. Um, it's focused on the city of Dubuque's history and there's a bunch of antiques and stuff like that in there. So I actually went to the Matthias Ham house. Um, You've been there? Yes. Oh my yeah. God. Yes. So when just growing up in general, like I, I mean, it wasn't that long ago, realistically. Like I had to have been like 18 or 19 years old, but like, growing up, anytime we would go on trips, we would always try to find like a creepy place to go to or like a haunted place to go to or a weird like historical place to go to. And so growing up, we went to Galena, Illinois pretty often. And then we go to Dubuque because you could see the river and all these different things. So at the ham house, they like send you to the basements where they have like a, a little movie playing. And oh my God. it's like all about the city of Dubuque. And Ulysses S. Grant is actually like from the Galena area or lived in the Galena area. So I'm pretty sure that there was a bunch of stuff about him, too. But I'm with my parents, and we're pretty much just, like, fucking around because this is what we do. And all of a sudden, the lights started flickering like crazy, just in the middle of the fucking day. And oh, my God. <laughs> literally. And I remember being like, what the hell is going on? Um, I know I read on one of the, the, the pages online that, like, if you talk to the staff, they'll, like, kind of talk to you about it being haunted. We, like, knew that it was haunted, and they definitely were not, like, encouraging that at all. Maybe they do that now, but they were just, it was just, like, older people that were, like, volunteering there, and they were not, like, saying, like, oh, yeah, all this weird stuff happens to me. So, like, the light flickering was, like, oh, yeah, like, okay, cool. Were they in period costumes? They were definitely in period costumes. Okay, because that's my fun, one of my fun facts is, like, the tour guides and the volunteers there are in like the period costumes for that museum that is like the foundation when the city was formed and all that stuff like mm -hmm. so they're in so wild <laughs> and they never like leave like the first floor so like you can kind of basically I don't remember if they actually took us on a tour or if it was like free range because I feel like a lot of those places they just like let you kind of wander yeah I was surprised they were called tour guides I definitely thought it would you would just be able to wander and from what I remember, I don't think that they actually brought us on a tour because I remember they were in like those period costumes and we, 
I mean, we're just kind of wandering around. I'm not trying to get sued, but like looking at things <laughs> that we probably shouldn't have gotten that close to, um, you know, things <laughs> like that. But it was a free for all from my understanding. But I do remember bringing up the ghost <laughs> aspect and they were like not having any of it from what I remember. I might have to confirm with my mom, but definitely the fucking lights flickering. And I remember we were like, oh my God, what is going on? Maybe it's it different now. It wasn't like gentle lights flickering. It was like pretty obvious. <laughs> Interesting. That's my fun fact. Another fun fact, one of his kids' name is Sydney with an I, S-I-D-N-E-Y. Really? I didn't see a list of all the children's names, so I'm a fan of that. Um, I don't really have any other things to add. It was just my comments, I believe. I do think it's interesting that they moved other property or, like, buildings onto this property. After it became yeah, so there's like a a little schoolhouse or whatever that's very freaking creepy, like in the corner. Yeah, they Um, said it's like a one bedroom or one room schoolhouse, and and then like a hunting cabin from like Mm -hmm. even before this house was built and is still intact. It's like the longest surviving piece of. Or a, a building, I guess, of the city. I don't know. <laughs> well, even like the location of the house itself, which I feel like the pictures don't really do it justice, but like it's pretty high up compared to like other stuff. So it's almost like on really? a, a hill, I would like to say. Like there's okay. other stuff that it's are like around it, like there's other houses or like other buildings, but they're like a little like lower than this house. So it's basically like looking over everything. Or a big chunk of things, like, in the city. Um, and, like, that observation tower and stuff, like, you could definitely see, like, the river and, like, you could other stuff from there. It was definitely a good location for it. It's not, like, where there's other houses that are, like, on the same level as, as it. It's definitely a little bit higher up. Interesting. hmm Okay. But Makes a little more sense. As for... So... I didn't really see a whole lot on, like, the internet about it either, but, like, another thing, like, actually being able to go to the house and, like, obviously that time period, there is, like, the slaves' quarters type areas where, like, they had, like, their own little hallway and, like, this, their own rooms and stuff, and, like, you could tell, like, where the other entrance is, so... That was pretty interesting. Um, I think in some of the other places that I've been are like older houses or like when I went to Gettysburg or like Abraham Lincoln's house, like all of those places, like they kind of don't let you go to that area, which I thought was interesting. And I remember that the ham house in particular was one that everything was kind of open. There wasn't really anything that, that was like off limits for the most part. That is interesting. They just kind of let you wander. Yeah, and I don't. Re- I really don't remember there being a tour guide. <laughs> so my whole life's a lie. Okay, good to know. I, there was definitely people there, like you know those, you know they're the volunteers or maybe they're paid employees, but they just like were in the gift shop. They weren't doing anything else from my memory. Interesting. 
but yeah, highly recommend um, if you're ever in the, the Iowa area. It's a pretty interesting place. Huh. Well, I'll have to check it out. Like I said, initially a little disappointed wasn't a breakfast place that is haunted. But <laughs> <laughs> I think the saving so grace though. is that it also still has to do with river p- pirates. Yes, that's definitely the saving grace for this. <laughs> I do think it's very comical, though, that that's what you thought. Because I, I, I guess <laughs> for someone that, like, knew what, like, I know what it was now. I didn't know what it was when I, like, went there. I think we literally just knew because it was a haunted place or, like, it was a historical place in the area. And that's the only reason why we went. So, like, I don't feel like there might not be any other podcast out there on this specific place, honestly. Um <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I had literally never heard of this before. So that's why I I was like, I have no idea what I'm getting myself into. (laughs) Um, A haunted bacon place. (laughs) They have several different types of uh, ham and pig byproducts. (laughs) Any any excuse to tell a a little ghost story. I don't have many of them, but (laughs) we got a couple. I'm glad because I have zero personal ghost stories because I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to bust out some uh, some Gettysburg ghost stories one day. Oh, yeah. we. I would like this. We could do a whole tidbit. A whole, I went to Gettysburg whole... once, but, like, I don't remember any ghost stories, so... <laughs> so it wasn't really necessarily, like, me. It was more my mom. But I was there for it. So I think it works, right? Yeah, I think that counts. This is a witness to the madness. (laughs) Exactly. And anything that happens in my adult life, I just feel like is more... Like, if this would have happened when I was, like, 11, I would have been like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't a ghost. But... (laughs) Them lights flickering, and then that's that is like such a major thing. I mean, because everyone's probably like, lights flicker all the time, blah blah blah. blah. But they literally have written stories about <laughs> how many times they've had electricians come and check like the wiring and stuff because it like lights don't turn off when they go to turn them off. Like they have like this real is like problems literally here. that's that's in my notes that yeah. they've had multiple electricians c- come out check everything out, give it the okay, and it's still. Yes. Like, they still have issues with it. There's reports of music coming from the light sockets. Like, that is not normal. Yeah, or, like, the hearing the organ music, but, like, mm-hmm. the organ in the home hasn't worked since, like, it was a museum. <laughs> yes, yes. So like, it's it's just, like, a lot of weird stuff that, like, okay you can't really explain that and like cold spots even I was like okay well you know it's an old house I'm sure it gets drafty sure but like they said there's phantom gusts of cold air so it's like a breeze that's (laughs) that blows through the house or in certain areas despite like all surrounding windows being closed all doors being closed and then (laughs) I don't know if you saw this one or mentioned it the upstairs window Oh, like, opening? Yeah. Nobody's there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, they said at night, like, the upstairs window will be closed and locked, and then they'll come in in the morning, and it's, like, unlocked and open. Like, either yep. that or you have someone continuously breaking in and staying in there, but... 
weird well and you would think like if it's like a historic you know it's like on the historical registry and like it's a museum now like the chances of somebody breaking into a museum like every other night is probably not as likely as like sarah getting her house broken into in the early 1900s when I, apparently they didn't have locks but like there's solutions to that problem now like people have ring doorbells you can have like a security system you could lock the door like unless the the person's already in the house or the being's already in the house you're just locking it in yes which is the only other logical explanation yeah because i literally when i started this haunting part in my notes it's like lights turn on and off things move and there are icy drafts but is this a true haunting like that's like what i wrote for myself like question mark yeah (laughs) and then i just kept looking into it and i'm like okay i mean these are some creepy things (laughs) just the fact that it keeps uh continuing to happen over and over again so right that's the concerning factor (laughs) and all old houses have ghosts so i mean (laughs) this house is like almost 200 years old there are definitely ghosts it's got a couple ghosts and like at least five reported people have died in this home so also true and the river pirates sought revenge. They said they were going to seek revenge. There is pirate ghosts in the home. Quite possibly, yeah. Or just <laughs> random. That's another thing, like, I guess, I don't know. I, you can do that kind of, like, nowadays, where, like, if you Google an address and, like, a crime happened there, like, you can kind of find out, like whatever the newspaper article or whatever it is but like i wish that there was a better way to like look and see like addresses where people died like back in the day day does that make sense yeah you can pay for a service like there's a website you can pay is it like a pri- like a private detective though or something it's like um they i don't know how it works but i looked it up last time because when my dad was moving i was like uh before you sign on this house you should look this up and make sure (laughs) no one's died there it's very interesting i guess i would like to know just more about like well i mean we know that like only the one family lived in this house it's not like there's a bunch of families that like have lived there but like to know like all the people that lived there the people that died there well, it could also be, like, a poltergeist thing. Like, what was that land before it was settled? Well, and also, like, they moved all these other buildings there, too. So, like, that could be something, too. Those also could be attributing to hauntings on the property now. Because that one, the, what is it, a cabin or something? Or is it a, what did you yeah. say, a schoolhouse? Like, the cabin or whatever, that's supposed to be, like, the oldest cabin or something in the state of Iowa or something. It, something like it. that. <laughs> it's the so oldest like, in the county or something, standing building, I don't know. So, if we're moving buildings from one area to another, I mean, if that's, that's real old. I don't know. Craziness. This is why I don't sleep at night, guys. This is why I don't sleep at night. <laughs> Fair. Just brain wandering on fast forward, <laughs> thinking about all these crazy things about why this random building in Iowa is haunted for no fucking reason. And checking the Willard Library ghost cams at 9 p.m. every single night. So, I haven't stopped. I love this for you so much. 
Still haven't seen a ghost, <laughs> but I'm still checking. <laughs> and even if I do, you I don't even. Dedicated. I don't even know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try to screenshot it, and then my I'm probably gonna like drop my phone in my face or something. And I'm like, oh my god, what do I do? Then your phone's broken, and hopefully it backs up to iCloud that you have that picture. My and then you have to upgrade too. from your iPhone seven. <laughs> then I have to explain why I have a black eye because I dropped my phone <laughs> on my face. <laughs> <sighs> all right that's all i got okay well i liked this good i'm happy it's something different <laughs> there's not a whole lot on uh like i said i have literally show, never eh? heard of this before so it was definitely interesting i like covering things that no one's heard of <laughs> same so <laughs> i think the next episode is something that not a lot of people have heard of either i've definitely never heard of it and I have a fun fact of why this has been on my list since a year ago. <laughs> good. I can't wait. So, uh, but yeah, I think we've been doing a good job of that. I'm a fan. Perfect. That's what I like to hear. Well, you got some jokes and facts for me or what? I do. Sweet. Let's uh, go you f- want to start with a Yeah, let's fact. go fact first. Nachos are considered to be the food most craved by pregnant women. Interesting. Uh huh. And I, there was a couple articles that disagreed with this, and were saying it was like salsa or something. And I was like, that's similar, though. Like, come on, dude. Personally. <laughs> or like chocolate. Personally, I. Uh after like two weeks wanted soft taco supremes from taco bell every day and now, now you're I'm disgusted by the taco the taco bell yeah but i'm gonna eat it uh by the time this episode comes out it'll have passed but um mexican pizza comes out this week and that's where i will be seeing dude i saw <laughs> that and if really it's sold out i'm gonna lose my mind <laughs> Uh, I'm not waiting for dinner. I am door dashing it for lunch because I need a Mexican pizza. I did. I did eat Mexican food last weekend, this past weekend, at a Mexican restaurant, and I ordered like a real, like a real, but like at the Mexican (laughs) restaurant, a Mexican pizza, and they're so good. Like I'm just, I'm such a fan. Yes, the Mexican, ah, the Taco Bell Mexican pizzas, though, they hit different. Those are, because they taste, they're not, like, a traditional one. That's very true. They do but hit like, different. They're good. They're yes. real good. For no reason at all. But I've had zero nacho cravings lately, so. Well, that's And this is the surprise announcement. <laughs> surprise! <laughs> On the podcast. I'm I pregnant. <laughs> I actually uh, had this fact written down before I knew that you were going to announce your pregnancy. So <laughs> I was like, maybe it'll just be a really awkward moment. We could just like giggle awkwardly <laughs> and not say anything afterwards. <laughs> People well, are going to be like, I figured what? since we posted on social media today, by the time this episode comes out, it's fine. <laughs> There's a tacos and tequila baby on the way. Yes. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> Living off of Mexican food. And taco pizzas. We have a little a little taco pizza on the way. Mexican pizza on the way. <laughs> With no tequila. 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 No te- I can't say either word right now. 
no to kill ya in or to kill you. <laughs> no to kill ya was used in the process of this I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just talking. I don't talk, know which, which route I'm trying to go. <laughs> I don't even know. Another another episode where it's not even, you know, like it's 6.30 my time. And yeah. we're delusional <laughs> for no reason. Oh, man. <laughs> it's my last ju- caffeine, I think. I'm still drinking the caffeine. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Drinking enough for the both of us. All three of us. <laughs> well, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> Wait until you get this joke, though. Okay, okay. Hit me with the joke. I'm prepared. What is the name of a, the sword that nachos prefer to use while trying to defend themselves? What? The nachetti. Oh my god! <laughs> I tried to think so hard and I was like, I don't know, it's gonna be something dumb. That was not dumb. <laughs> the Nacho Eddie. <laughs> oh, I love that. <sighs> Mainly because was- it's a close reference to Machete. And that's all I think of is Danny Trejo. So. <laughs> machete. That one actually, like, so sometimes it's really like pulling teeth to find a joke, guys. I'll, like, look at some, and I'll be like, okay, this is the best out of these six that all suck. <laughs> this one, like, actually, I read it, and I, like, actually giggled out loud. And I was like, that's actually kind of funny. Like, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I'm a big fan. I like that. I'm glad I could uh, provide. There's been some sad ones in, in recent <laughs> weeks. This is my favorite of the recent ones. <laughs> gonna have to start coming up with my own, I think, soon. <laughs> and that's, those are gonna be really bad. Oh, God. <laughs> those are really gonna be pulling teeth. They're not even gonna make sense. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get when you put a taco and tequila shot together? I'm so stressed. <laughs> Do you have an answer, or do you want to come back next week? <laughs> a case of tequila. I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I get what you're going for, though. I'm gonna. It's all about the delivery, guys. Okay, it's all about the delivery. It doesn't have to make sense, but you, if you deliver it well, it might. Maybe I'll uh, try to come up with a unique joke over the course of the next week instead of doing Sydney testing out her future stand-up career (laughs) (laughs) instead of cleaning my house I'm going to continue (laughs) to lay on the couch and write jokes for fun (laughs) we'll be the audience we get to test that out oh god please keep coming back (laughs) yeah no I wouldn't do that to you guys well, you folks can find us on Facebook at Tacos and Tequila Podcast. On Instagram, it's just Tacos and Tequila. Our website is tacosandtequilapodcast.com. Be glad there are no jokes on that website. <laughs> <laughs> That's bogus, but it's so true. <laughs> There's no jokes on that, that uh, website there. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify, make sure you leave a rating and you should leave a review too. It helps us get noticed. It's really cool to see what you guys think and it's much, much appreciated overall.
It really is. I have nothing else to add. Do you have anything else to add? No, I don't think so. Sweet. Then I guess we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Ha ha ha!